0: What's going on, man? Well, you waited for it long enough. Westerly hired a new head coach, as everyone knows now, Coach Steve Stores. And Saturday, Coach Stores was over on WBLQ, you know, a friend of the podcast. And he was interviewed by Sal Morano, Hall of Fame Bulldog. You know, Sal's been doing shows over on WBLQ a long time. I really like Sal, Lou, you know, the whole crew over there. Um, They brought a lot to the table and I really enjoyed the time that I was, um, you know, talking football with, with Sal, Lou, the Doc, you know, Fed, Andrew, you know, the whole crew over there. We had a good time. But what you got coming up, we're going to have the interview for Steve Storrs with Sal Marano. You know, we listened in the other day. Uh, it was it was on Stereo WBLQ, 1230 AM. You know, it's a local radio station uh, in Westerly, Rhode Island. So, you know, shout out WBLQ. So we're going to listen to Coach Storrs. Uh, Sam Marano talks to him about his days at URI. Um, what is coming up for the Westerly Bulldogs? What do we have to look forward to? Are they gonna are they gonna run? Are they gonna pass? Coach Stores, I think he's gonna go with a with a hybrid wing T. So, you know, some people they don't wanna see the single wing ever again. You know, but some people love the single wing. They wanna see the single wing, you know, come back, but You know, well, we're going to listen in and see what Coach Storrs has to say. But your boy Mikey, you know, always keep it real, always keep it authentic, and always keep it 100. And help support the show, make a donation, or just keep listening.
1: Right here we are. We are back. We are on the air, not back on the air. We are on the air for the first time this morning. It's January twenty fifth, two thousand and twenty, and this is our nine hundred twenty sixth show. Believe it or not, from starting with uh, uh, May sixth, two thousand and two. Uh, we are live in the studio of WBLQ, beautiful and historic downtown Westerly. You're listening to uh, the WBLQ Sports Report with Sal Moreno. Yours truly, Gary Fed Federico on assignment. Um, our esteemed orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Dan Gatchon, also on a sign who may be calling in later on, maybe, I'm not sure with the first half or second half, and Andrew Mr. Fiore, Mr. also known as Mr. Met. There he is. Um, we broadcast live on 12, stereo 1230 AM and FM 103.1 and stream worldwide on WBLQ.net. The easiest thing is just to go to the App Store and Click on WBLQ. you be able to listen to us anywhere in the world. We are sponsored today by SurfPro of Washington County. When disaster strikes in your home or when any
2: home. Sal Marano right now is on WBLQ. He's pretty much opening the show. We're going to listen in to see what Sal. He's going to talk to Coach Steve Stores. You right. could hear this live on WBLQ, live streaming.
1: Chris doesn't, but I do. For all your automotive needs, um, it's uh, off of Route 395, Central is. Um. Well, we don't
2: really have to listen to um, the advertiser, right? So Coach Steve Storrs is coming into WBLQ Studios today, and he's pretty much going to talk about what's going on. You know, he was just signed up by Jamie Vettolino, Westerly Bulldogs um, athletic director. Um, you know, Dwayne Mirando leaves, so, you know, I think Jamie was probably in a tough position, and he had to bring in a good name and head coach. And uh, he was lucky enough to get Coach Dos. We'll see where they're at now.
1: Nine zero nine one one. I remind everyone at the opinions we express are our own opinion, not the opinion of WBLQ, its ownership, management, staff, or its advertisers.
2: Disclaimer is very important. Letting you know, people know that this is based just on their opinions, just like just based on our opinions, but. You want to hear the complete interview? It's over there, Stereo WBLQ. W-B-L-Q. Um, let's tune back in.
1: Special guest, Oh, yeah. The new kid on the block uh, in the football yes. division. Oh, we're going to introduce him in a second. Just want to remind, we've got a couple things we're going to cover because we do have our special guest, Steve Storr, here, sitting over here to my left. want to remind everyone that uh, Mark Van Egan, uh, next.
2: Now, Steve Storr is already in the studio over at W-B-L-Q, so... um. You know, so Sal's all just talking about some sponsors and other things going around. Let's tune back in.
1: alma motto is Cranston West. We have the same alma mater. <laughs> right? That's it. Uh, Mark Ooh. enjoys coming on the show. Um, in fact, he called us one day from the Statue of Liberty. He says, "I wouldn't miss this show for a million dollars." So, talk to Mark next uh, next next weekend. And um, oh, we do have one thing we have to uh, go over before um, before we get going, guys. Um, our condolences uh to my partner my friend uh Gary Fed Federico um on the, on the death of his mom Virginia passed away uh I think it was um I think it was Thursday if I'm not mistaken right uh
2: yeah. right, Andrew
1: i I'm not quite sure when but we we got the email yet uh the text yeah yesterday. i i just found out yesterday our thoughts and prayers and I, go out to Gary i, I talked to Gary. And his and, family uh, and i actually talked to him yesterday um and um i'll tell you what a what a beautiful lady i see her every i see her every sunday in church she sit in the back um and then um of course towards the towards the end um you know she was she was residing up at the wesley health center and i uh, uh, it's it, it just let look reading the um uh, the obituary today in Westley in the Westerly Sun uh, just almost brings tears to your eyes. What a what a wonderful wonderful person and what a wonderful family. Um, uh, the whole crew. Uh, she was a lupinazi, and um, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the family in this time of mourning. And um, let's put it this way: um, if you're going to live a life, live a life, live a life like Virginia lived it. So, um, Gary, we're with you, buddy. Um, so we have a special, we do have a special guest here, um, uh, Steve Starr. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. All right. Uh, Steve, um, uh, is the, as we're going to hotly introduce you as the new Wesley High School football head coach. And, um, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But Steve, um, uh, there's a, there's many, many facets to this, this gentleman, um, He probably he can go back even farther than I can go back. Obviously, because like he said, he was a uh, a graduate of Cranston West High School. Um, And um, but I don't remember him then. But I do remember him when he was at URI. And um, uh, in another life, I was the director of purchasing um, at URI. Um, My office was right next to the student union in a white building. It used to be an old sorority, the the old Chi Omega sorority. I don't. Mean, he probably doesn't even remember that building. It's not there anymore. Uh, in fact, purchasing is now down, uh, down, uh, down by where the uh, physical plant building is in that area down there. Um, but I remember Steve. I remember uh, all his fellow linemen, uh, Bob S- uh, Secorecchia and uh, Mark Russo and the whole crew. And um, uh, those were the good old days of URI football, Steve. They yeah, were
3: the glory days. Glory days, man. Hopefully, I'm, they'll be back.
1: Hopefully, they will be back. Um, uh, you had a guy named Tom Earhart manning the, uh, the, the command as his okay. quarterback. He was he okay. He was okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. But he wouldn't have been able to do it without you guys. Um, now, you graduated in 86? 86. Right. And you, your football years the, of the glory years were 84 and 85. You won the Yankee Conference Championship both years. Am yes. I, am I correct? Yes. Um, in 84, um, in fact, we had Bob Griffin on the show not too long ago, probably uh, three or four years ago. He was helping out uh, uh, Coach Miranda um, uh, when, when when Coach Miranda first took over. And he, I said, "Geez, Bob, why don't you give us a call?" So we we had him on the show, and he was going over some of the things that uh, uh, you know stuck out in those 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 glory years. Um, but I, I, you know, every every game. That you guys played was special, and I can remember uh, listening to you listening to the games. The Lafayette game maybe was it either Lafayette or Lehigh. You guys came from behind. Lehigh, Lehigh came from behind, won the game, and um, and then I remember uh, another game that really really stands out. And I don't remember the team now. Was it James? Uh, it was a playoff game, it was at uh, Meadfield uh, um, Akron. No, it was it was it Richmond was Spiders. Then. Richmond, there you go, mm-hmm. Richmond Spiders, and. um uh, Richmond, let me tell you something. They had a quarterback that looked every bit as good as, as Tom Aaron. He was great. And you guys were going back and forth. You'd score, they'd score, you'd score, they'd score. And I remember Bob Foster catching passes over over the middle. He ran that seam seam route. And Aaron and would hit him like 15, 20 yards down the field. And, of course, on that route, he was always looking back to the quarterback. And as soon as he would catch the ball, he would get hammered. He's got to be one of the toughest guys I ever seen.
3: Brian was a tough kid. Brian, um, not Bob. Yeah, I say Bob. I'm yeah, sorry. Brian's a tough kid. Unfortunately, he passed away a couple of years, about a year or two ago. Right. Um, he um, he was. He's the reason why I went to offensive line. <laughs> really? Oh, was, you, were, you were a tight end. I was a tight end, wide receiver when I went there. I ate my way to guard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But he and, was that good. And you in in and. and, and that year, um, the, the uh, uh, Richmond year, um, Richmond Spiders, um, you went to the uh, to play out to the semifinals of the national championship on national TV. And I'm sure I don't even need to explain to you, other, other than just explaining to the folks out there, how close you guys were to playing for the national championship. Um, you're up by what, three?
3: I think we're up by, yeah, we're up by
1: three. Going driving, in. drive, driving. Going in. And Tom looks. He, And I, to this day, he probably doesn't even know why he did it. Uh, he tried to f- thread that needle. He tried to f- get that, f- throw that ball in between two defenders. Unfortunately, the guy intercepted ran it all the way back. Right.
3: We couldn't catch him. He was he was that good. Huh? I mean, uh, he caught the ball. He scored. But we weren't really worried after that. We were always saying, all right, we we th- get it back. That, exactly. We, yeah, we never worried in a game. We go, we'll get it back. The problem was... The kick, the next kickoff, we fumbled it. Okay, I forgot about that. And then when we fumbled it, they scored on a touchdown. Then we were way down, and then then we were like, uh, I think it was 11 points down, or yeah, something like that. yeah. So that became trouble. But when when he when he intercepted the ball, that was really never a big deal to us, <coughs> right? I got you. We felt like we had the team. Well, you just said it in the uh, Lehigh game. We brought it back from, uh, we brought it back from a big score, 38 to seven, I believe, and and we, you know, Griff kept called the on a fourth and four on our own end, he was going to have the punt team, Then he called a timeout, brought us over, said, sorry, we didn't come here to tie, and we went right down the field and scored. Right, That's right. our wow. team. Our team always felt that we could come back.
1: Yeah, you had some so, good players in that team. Not only Tom Earhart, but you had, um, like I said, Brian Fawcett. Who, who was the other? Who was the wide receiver? Damian Riley. Damian Riley. Tony DiMaggio. We had Tony DiMaggio
3: our worst wide receiver i will not say worse, worst i don't i don't mean Lowest. That yeah, yeah lowest ranked bobby or whatever bobby Donfield, who was a great great wide yeah. receiver so i mean we had we had, griff had an offense ahead of his time i mean when teams were throwing the ball miami was just coming into their own we were already doing it and it was a double tight end set it worked out nice the other uh miami dolphins beat the uh beat the um beat the bears because the bears were going undefeated, but right. Because Miami came out with a double tight three step drop and didn't give him a chance. Beautiful.
1: With All Dan right. Marino,
3: that could always be
1: big. Maybe you could bring some of that uh, knowledge to uh, Wesley High School. Anyway, uh, going and 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 those memories are, are great memories. Um, Tony, I remember you know Tony DiMaggio, one of the best. Uh, I remember him, you know, against Akron, and I remember in your senior year, I went to I went to a game. And of course, it was all, these games were all sold out. It was against UConn. Oh, that was a great! Game. Half, half snow, half rain. Scored fourteen points right away. Boom, boom. Think fans are thinking, "Oh, this is going to be easy." UConn comes back, and they—I don't know it was, they, how many touchdowns they scored right in a row. It was like three or four or five
3: touchdowns in a row. You guys come back and beat them. It was fourteen nothing within the first three minutes. Right. 14 Then the halftime score was 42-28. And then uh, the final score was 56-42. Right. And um, if I remember correctly. People were hanging out of the stands. If
1: I remember correctly, when we looked at the statistics at the end of the game, there was not one run and play.
3: Jeez. That happened in a lot of our games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah, can you imagine? Not not one run and play against UConn. UConn didn't have a bad team. but just Rhodey was just dominant.
3: We played Furman and we lost in the playoffs the next – we lost in the playoffs, I think it was that year. Yeah, I was yeah. We were getting killed, and we ran the ball the first time in the third quarter, and their fans gave us a standing ovation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you, you graduated from URI, and then um, somehow or other – you know, I've, lo- I've lost, track to, of, uh, I lost track of what happened, but uh, you ended up uh, – in-
3: I, I coached at URI that spring.
1: Oh, you did? Okay. I helped
3: out. Um, I was hoping to get a grad assistantship. Something worked out. He, Griff was going to offer me, I guess. This is what I was told later. And I was waiting, waiting, waiting. And then um, I ended up getting a job at Milford Academy. So I, I coached football for a year at Milford Academy, which was basically a football factory at that time. Okay. So, I mean, it was, it was fun. Um, but I had to leave after the first year. I went back to Cranston, started teaching, started subbing, started coaching as a volunteer, moved up. I coached at Cranston, I know they say 19 years. I coached at Cranston for over 30 years, you know, as an assistant, head coach for 19. And then uh, I left. And I went to, uh, last year I decided to get back into it. Went to my, my friend was, got the head coaching job at South Kingston, Jerry Zanella. I coached with him for a year. It was fun. Jerry's a great coach, fun to coach with and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I like to have my say.
1: Right, right. You got used to uh, being a head coach. Yes, yeah, so and and you
3: know, from afar, I was always looking at the Wesley program. You know, And,
1: we, and we, all of us guys on the sidelines were always looking for you too. Yeah, believe it always, or not,
3: you're always looking at the. I was always looking at the program and it said, "Be a great." Well, first of all, I've never coached, even though I lived in Cranston growing up. I lived in Wesley when I when I, when I got married. <laughs> So I never coached in a town so, that I lived in. So you married a Westerly girl. Yes. <laughs> mm. And once you,
1: once, you, once, once you meet someone from Wesley, the chances of leaving are probably very, very slim. I say the same thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you something. A couple, of, We tried to move to Cranston. And, I, you know, and then my father even said it. My father was a big, you know, he's passed, God rest his soul, but he used to say it all the time. You cannot travel like this. Then when we tried to move to Cranston, he goes, you, you don't want to leave Westerly.
1: <laughs> right, exactly no one wants to leave it. yeah west. hometown appeal hometown, you know yeah it is it's a great great and um uh, just to give you the, the folks out there some background i mean this some some of the stuff may have been in newspapers but uh your 84 and 85 uh, teams uh, are in the uri athletic hall of fame um like you said you started teaching physical education at cranston west high school in fact i have two kids and both of them are phys ed teachers it's a great job. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they never want to leave. I mean, you got you you got phys ed teachers that are
3: like ninety years old. They don't want to retire. A lot of times, it's the athlete that just wants to stay involved. Exactly. You know, like um, a, originally, pro football wasn't going to work out for me, so yeah, I wanted to you, stay involved. I mean, you had
1: right? s- you had some good uh, linemen on that URI team besides yourself.
3: Who were some of the guys? That, uh, those those Bob Sacarici, uh, uh, Mark Russo. Um, Greg Sergis, God rest his soul, was a, Greg Sergis was my mentor. Um, when I, when they moved me to guard, he made me, uh, stay out with him a couple times, taught me some stuff. Cause I was undersized. Greg was 300 pounds. I was two and a quarter to two 230 at the time. So right. I had to be a technician and, and Greg worked with me. I mean, we had some, uh, Mike Jensen, uh, Mike Jansen, not to, they're both Mike Jensen and Mike Jansen. Uh, both great players on uh, on that team um we uh and we had a, we had some great players so Jimmy D Prospero was the center Bob white I can't say anything more about Bob white spent four years with the Dallas Cowboys and then one with the Patriots wow, wow. Uh,
1: <laughs> um two th- and then and, and, uh you, you coached at Cranston West for like you said cl- close to 20 years tell
2: us as about head your a head coach state title with Cranston West
1: 2004 was
2: 2004 it? well Division first of one
3: all, just to let you know, the state title, I always give Jimmy Morano uh, a little bit of a hand in that. My first year at Cranston West as head coach, we went to the playoffs in Division Two. My uh, prize there was moving up to Division I. <laughs> oh, okay, all yeah, right. And Jimmy had a hand in that. He goes, you'll do fine, you'll do fine. And, yeah, he was the
1: principal's committee chairman yeah. or whatever, wasn't he?
3: Yep, so we went up, and four teams went up, and um, when we went up, it was, uh, you know, basically we, we got two or three wins. We had a great team. We just, when you go up to Division One at that time, it was East Providence. All those teams had speed. We just didn't have the speed. And I realized our team's <laughs> got to get faster. So the next year we went through a down year. I lost a lot of good seniors. And we just worked on speed, toughness, stuff like that. I think we had two wins if we were lucky. But that probably was the least talented team I had. <laughs> but, uh, but the kids thought they were talented. I mean, the East Providence won the championship that year. They beat us twenty seven to seven. It was seven nothing at halftime. We had no right being in that game. Right. Um right. but the kids played hard. They believed. They they believed everything we told them. And then the next year you could start seeing we were getting a little better. We almost made the playoffs. Um, we got uh, due to a a call, too many men on the line, which there wasn't. You know, we would have had the ball inside the three yard line going in to score at Portsmouth. Bubba Montero was a great coach who just cut in the rough air and the ref threw the flag. <laughs> oh, geez. But um, till this day, he always laughs because you were fine. But we almost made the playoffs that year. We knew the next year was our year.
1: 2004.
3: We knew that was our year. I had a great team, great kids. Now, was Hendrick in the power then that they are now? No. Now, come to think of it, in 2003, we beat Hendrick in 41-6. I mean, we just— No kidding. Yeah, we just—actually, uh, it might have been 2004— we beat them forty-one to six, and uh, Hendrickson was not the. They were good; they had good players, but now they're really good. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And then, you, and then uh, after all these, there's many, many different because uh, well, we want to get into the Westerly stuff uh, in a second. Um, many accolades and different things. In 2014, you were uh, 18. You were inducted into Rhode Island Football Coaches Hall of Fame, which is quite an honor.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. It was an honor. Uh, it was. Um, yeah, it was a nice honor. It's a great honor. Yeah. I mean, a lot of That's good guys really in there. Yeah. So, so yeah, I get to the, I got inducted there, and I got, I got inducted to the Gridiron Hall of Fame too. So, okay. So, I mean, um, we'll see, I'll probably someday get inducted to the Cranston Hall of Fame. Maybe.
1: <laughs> maybe. Well, you've spent a lot of a lot of sweat and blood uh, was spent uh, in 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 Cranston Cranston West. I'm sure you you know know it backwards and forwards. But now now you're here. Now you're in Westerly uh, as the. Uh, oh, by the way, your your wife is also a teacher. Uh, Andrew yeah, uh, yeah, of had My a, wife's
3: also a softball coach. Oh, she is? For the middle school. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, My daughter was the head. Uh,
3: the yes, head, I know Carla. You
1: know Carla? Yes, uh, I do. Okay, yeah. Carla, she may even be listening. Who knows down there right now? She's down in Deerfield Beach, Florida.
3: Yes, got a nice enjoying phys ed, ed job.
1: Yeah, she's got a nice phys ed job. I said, Carla, yeah. I said, how? How do you teach phys ed if you never have to go into class? <laughs> it's what they call a, – a, what do they call that kind of – Like a satellite. Yeah, um, well, the, the school itself is a – the kids don't really – they only have to go into a school once a, once a week. They're very, very highly motivated. And, um,
3: most kids would like that.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, that's right. So your wife is uh, head, head of the uh, middle school softball team, right? And uh, she's also a, a finance – what? Financial lit
2: teacher. teacher, yeah,
3: she's uh, I, I call it a business teacher. That's what we call it at Cranston business teacher. Mm-hmm. They do tech, um, financial lit, things like that. Right, and
1: uh, one your sister in law Patty, Kyle uh, Lombardo. That's that's that part of the family just recently lost the son, uh, a, you know, a nephew. A My Chris, nephew Chris, Chris, and then um, I work w- I work in the same uh, company as uh, I think probably your sister in law uh, Lena uh Lena Carrero o, uh O'Leary? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Lena. So there's a lot of connections uh, uh Steve around here so uh you're jumping right in. You but you're used to it. So tell us w- w- about what made you want to uh Apply for this job. What's the, what's the attraction? What do what are your plans? That kind of thing, you know. Well, the
3: attraction was that I. Oh, l-
1: by the way, excuse me. We ought, to, just in case anyone out there, because sometimes they just tune in and they say, "Well, who's the guy on that's to- doing all the talking?" We're, we have Steve Storr, the Wesley High School football coach, newly minted. Minted. We're introducing him to the public. Steve, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off.
3: Now, um, what made me interested? I was always interested in the job, even when. The first time it came up, but I was still the head coach at Cranston West. And people thought in Cranston that I was going to resign that job and come down here. And I just said, you know, I had a good job. I, I love my coaching staff. I, I mean, they're all still coaching there. Um, we had a great relationship. And that's what coaching is fun of. He, all the relationships you make, the kids, I love the kids. Um, my my thing about coaching is I wanted to be a part of kids' lives. And at Cranston West, I had 100 players. So every year I was a part of hundred kids' lives. Now at Wesley, I don't know if I'll get a hundred, but I'll be a part of all these kids' life, and and that to me that's that's good. You can be a mentor, and and you know you could actually push them into a direction that you know they might not see, and they might you know it'll be rewarding for them. And like I said, one of the best things in the world is uh, after I got the job, a lot of people from Cranston just started emailing me and doing that. Coach, great job! You know you deserve it. It's it is uh it was very. Uh, humbling, that's to say the least. But
1: um, well, I, I think that uh, even even with the last job, and we don't take anything away from Coach Miranda or Coach Reed is a legend around here. So uh, he he has his place. Um, he's he's in the Hall of Fame uh, in in, in, a, in, a, in the Wesley High Hall of Fame. Um, but um, we 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 were. We were pushing – Lou Mazzucci and I were pushing for you for the last job. <laughs> and and, and, yeah. and uh, this this time around, I, f- I think you f- probably felt it was it, it the was time was right.
3: It was. It is. Yeah, you know, the time was exactly right. Uh, I can actually spend – my daughter's getting older. She's playing sports, um, and she's playing at Wesley. So it would be a lot easier coming to Wesley to practice and then going to watch her play. And yeah, I only got a couple more true. years of teaching, so – um,
1: <clears throat> and obviously, you, it's still too, too early, but have you interviewed anybody for assistant coaches yet? The, the current co- coaches? Or, I'm interviewing
3: the current coaches right now. My my plan is to interview them all, and then from there, uh, choose, pick and choose. I did ask a couple of my friends if they would. The problem is my friends live in the city. They don't want to travel 45 minutes to come to practice yeah, every day. T- yeah, mm-hmm. in
1: Rhode Island, if you have to travel more than 15 minutes, then, uh, you know. I've been doing it for 30 <laughs> years. People are like,
3: well, how do you do that every day?
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, tell us a little bit. What, uh, we're going to go over a little bit, Hammy here. Uh, yeah, I just if we just um, – we, we, we can keep – either that or we can keep Steve over, but uh, – um, Tell us about what your plans are for this football team. What you got? What, and who you got coming back? Who you lose? Who who did we lose? And what do you see as uh, the strong points? Uh, you, you've you've studied this team. You were at most a lot of the games this year. Yeah, most I was at years.
3: a lot of the games. I was at um, no, actually, last year I was at more games. This okay. year I was coaching. That's
1: right. That's right. We did see a one <laughs> yes. or two games. Yeah, this
3: year. I did. I did. I, I I think it's got a big offensive line. Um, it looks like they're a physical team. I think Dwayne did a great job with this team. And Chris Reed is a very good friend of mine, too. So, I I mean, I, I would never uh, slight Dwayne. I think he did a nice job. He brought some s- concepts in that they needed to use. I thought Chris was a great coach, you know, but like anything else, after, a t- you know, I learned in Cranston. You run your own, you run your costs.
1: Yeah, there you go, there you go.
2: Now, in the uh, Westerly Sun article that came out yesterday, uh, you were quoted saying you're going to try to get more passing involved.
3: Yeah, only if we have someone who can throw the ball and someone who can catch right, right. the
1: ball. Right, right. I thought that was pretty. Perceptive, uh, you need a- qu- you know in order to throw the ball, you got to have a qu- you need a quarterback, and um, or, or else uh, kind of tongue in cheek, or else we're going to be going back to running a single wing. Um, um, I'm sure that's the first thing you're going to meet with your, p- your players when j- Tuesday. You said? Tuesday, I
3: meet with the players. We're going to do some stuff. We're going to try to have some uh, some uh, I guess you could call it, they call them clinics or something like that. Just so I'd like to set up a passing league just for the school to get kids out. Uh, to see who can throw, who can do that, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, right. It's a good conditioner too. So we'll see. Like I said, uh, I'm still in the middle of trying to fi- pick my staff, um, watching the film. My problem is I finally got the, uh, I, I finally got the numbers so I, I, I know who's coming back, who's not coming back. Right. Okay. <laughs> like I thought, Rocco Salino's going to have a great year this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You wish, right? Oh boy. Uh, uh, the folks out there, uh, you know, we, we, we're all in your corner. We're behind you. You got a, I, I bet you you a got 100% of everyone right now, and hopefully it'll stay that way. But you know how Wesley is, you know. Uh, can, can It's be, like that everywhere. Yeah, it's like that yeah. everywhere. But this is, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and uh, you're basically a hometown guy. Even though you weren't born here, you're still a hometown guy. You're a hometown That's the guy. first
3: time that's ever been said to me. <laughs> I've been other places that I go, I, I've, been, I've talked to other people and they go, yeah, you're not from here. I go, I've lived here 30 years. <laughs> yeah, you are.
1: You're a hometown yeah. guy. I can tell. And I used to see you in church, too, like every Sunday. I used to see you every Sunday because I'm the head usher there. I've been there for 42 years myself. Um, and uh, anyway, um, uh, Steve, uh, anything else you want to say before uh, we wrap this up? Or?
3: Nothing. I'm excited to get started. I'm really excited. It seems like the kids I've met so far are excited. Uh, I just want them. i going got to get the off-season conditioning working out right now and stuff like that. I want to get my coaching staff in order, and I can't really put an offense in until I see what we got. I got you. You and know, people ask me, what are you right. going to run? Yeah, what are you I gonna know. Run?
1: Everyone wants to know that. <laughs> yeah, in fact, yeah. uh, my buddy Lou Mazzucci, who he and I started this show, what, 18 years ago. you got to ask him what he's going to run. I, how are we going to – you don't know. We don't know. No, I
3: don't know. I'll, I, and I'll be honest with you. I'll probably start wing T, hybrid wing T just because that's who I am, and um, I, I'll morph from there. We won't be the same team at the beginning of the season as we will at the end of the right, season. Right, right.
1: And I thought you have made a perceptive comment. It was either in the Providence Journal or the Wesley Sun. In order to be a, tr- a tournament team, you have to be able to run the ball in November. November. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yep.
3: So I've always said that. I, uh, you know, the year we won the state championship, I had Anthony Fer- We should have won it three years in a row, but we played Fitch, beat Fitch, and then my team got big-headed. And uh, we couldn't beat Rogers. Twice, not once, twice. twice. We played them in that uh, second Super Bowl. Remember they had to do a Oh, yeah, was was it like l- was like a two-tier. Two, there was 11 teams in Division One, and we lost in quadruple overtime to Barrington. Wow. And uh, even in that game, we lost a quadruple overtime, so we moved to the next tier. We went to the Super Bowl now, that. We, we lost to Barrington, not once, I mean, not uh, Rodgers. And they weren't, they weren't great. They were good. We just couldn't score on them. We, we must have had 400 yards of offense and one touchdown.
1: Just just to to make an offer to you that we uh, that we had with uh, Coach Miranda, uh, you're welcome to call in every uh, Saturday. You know, whether it be five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes, give us a rehash of the night before. um, uh, It's that's up to you, but you have that uh, have that offer, and uh, I have your Mm -hmm. phone number. Sure. Fortunately or unfortunately, I have your number. (laughs) Not a problem. All right, Steve. We're all
2: looking forward to a long, fun, winning run. Yeah, a long, fun winning run.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. So, we'll see. If the kids put the time in, I've always said this, perseverance. The kids put the time in, and they're a good team. They were a good team last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you got, you got,
1: and you got some great offensive linemen there. Big,
3: big, big offensive linemen. I've never yeah. had, even at Chris, I didn't have that big guys. Yeah. <laughs> but there's some big guys, but let's just hope they put the time in. they got to be able to run. I will tell you that right now. They've got to be and able how, to run. And what do you
1: believe about conditioning?
3: Uh, yeah, you know, you, you have to – I like the lifting, and I like – I'd rather have a kid fast right? than a kid. Yep. I don't want a kid who's fast trying to gain 15 pounds of muscle and get slower. Right, right. I'd rather him gain muscle, but I want him to stay fast. Fast – speed is everything. Yeah, speed kills. So, yes, and people don't realize that. And like I said, alignment is different than a, a running back. Uh, alignment only has to be fast for three yards, from here to there, from here to there, and be able to take angles. That's it. Everything else is, you know – my quarterback will be in shape because I don't do signals. I make him run to the sideline every time. Beautiful.
1: <laughs> All right. Steve Stoff, new Wesley High School head coach, congratulations and good luck. And between now and uh, the, the, the beginning of the year, we'll have you on again, um, uh, either in, in studio or you can bring some players in. Whatever you want to do, it's up, it's up to you.
3: Go Bulldogs. Go uh-huh. Bulldogs.
1: All right, Steve. Thank